everybody. Welcome back to the Nitty Gritty of Real Estate podcast. Today, we're talking about some major growth happening here in Arizona. So let's get into it. So I am here with Heather Oloboni, and she is basically our industry whiz on all of the growth that we're getting here in Southern Arizona. Thank you for being here, Heather, and sharing your knowledge on this. You stay on top of all of this stuff, and even other real estate agents are like, how the heck do you know all that stuff? Yeah, I definitely try. I love Tucson so much that I want to see kind of where Arizona is going to grow to. There is a lot to cover. Yeah, There's a lot coming or already here in Arizona. So let's start with the top three major industries in Arizona. First one is aerospace and defense. The second one is electronics and semiconductor manufacturing. And according to the numbers, our third is tourism. Mm, Yeah, makes sense. Which (laughs) makes a lot of sense because we are sunny southern Arizona. But that is not one we're going to actually be talking about today. We're actually going to be talking about five of the largest employers here in southern Arizona. And we're going to start with tech because that's got the biggest news in the most recent history. We actually have two factories coming to Phoenix specifically. One is Intel expanding two more factories to their Chandler campus. It's a $20 billion expansion. It's going to add about 3,000 tech jobs. It's going to bring about 3,000 temporary construction jobs while they are building the two new factories. And then moving forward, these factories will support an additional 15,000 jobs indirectly. Wow. So that's a lot of people either moving to Phoenix or Southern Arizona or employing those who are here already. And the tax revenue that comes along with that. So and that, the tax revenue that comes along <laughs> with it, that is for sure. Both of these factories are going to be new fabrication facilities that will expand Intel's semiconductor manufacturing operations. This expansion, the construction has already started. So if you're driving from Tucson into Phoenix and you look to your right, right before you get into Tempe, right around the Queen Creek area, you're definitely going to see those cranes are going and building that factory. And it's expected to be ready to come online by 2024. So we only have about a year before we see that manufacturing plant up and running. We got a couple Amazon factories come in. And you go past like a month later, this huge facility is being built. And the same thing with with all these industries coming in, they're yeah. building huge commercial spaces very quickly. Yeah, over the last year and a half, they've built four Amazon warehouses here in Tucson alone. Yeah. So yeah, one on wild. every side of town. So <laughs> if you want your Amazon deliveries, you Tucson's the place to order them. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So now we have Intel, and the, there's another company that you were. Yep. So. North Phoenix off the 17, I believe, is where the factory is. I don't exactly know the main area. TSMC, or Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing Company, which is a Taiwanese chip-making giant that actually produces, as of 2020, 24%. As of 2020, 24% of the chips in the world this company produces. Wow. And they are building a new $12 billion plant up in North Phoenix. TSMC at this plant will be making five nanometer chips starting in 2024. So again, they're already in construction with this and they're expected to produce 20,000 wafers, AKA chips, 
per month at this factory. And these uh, these chips are actually key components from everything from cell phones to F-35 fighter jets to NASA's Perseverance rover missions in Mars. Okay. Uh, TSMC is also, according to CNBC, Apple's exclusive provider for the most advanced chips that go inside of every single current iPhone in place and most of their Mac computers. Wow. So this is not a small company. This is a big yeah. company coming into Phoenix. Yeah. I couldn't find anywhere that said exactly how many jobs it will be producing, but my guess is a good chunk of employees they will need to run this manufacturing factory, especially if they're wanting to bring out 20,000 chips a month. Jeez, yeah. We're not going to be seeing a chip shortage anytime soon, at least not in southern Arizona because <laughs> they're real close. Yeah, we'll just go up north <laughs> and get our chips and we're, we'll be all right. <laughs> okay, so that kind of takes care of the microchip portion. And growing up here in southern Arizona, I've always been used to seeing like mine pits. You know, yeah. we have a Sarco Grupo Mexico here, and those are some major mining companies that are mm -hmm. in here. Can you talk to us a little bit about the expansion of that? Absolutely. So over the last few years, Tucson has brought in Caterpillar Mining, as well as Hexagon Mining, along with the Komatsu Arizona Proving Grounds. We produce in southern Arizona specifically 60% of the nation's copper. Wow. And then U of A, I don't know exactly when this came about, but they now have mm. a BS in mining engineering that you can get out of the University of Arizona, mm. which leads to about 900 graduates from the University of Arizona College of Engineering working to support our mining industry here in Southern Arizona. That's so, great. So we educate them here and they stay here, and they which stay is nice. Here. So they come for school and then they stay here and live here and help grow with our mines like Rosemont Copper. Yeah. I think it was last year or the year before, right around COVID time, they built the Caterpillar factory off of I-10 and then Hexagon Mining, their headquarters are downtown. The other thing they do here is the heavy machinery. They do a lot of the repairs here in Arizona, too. So it's not like they have to ship off any of their mining machinery. They do all the repairs and everything here in Tucson, which is kind of amazing. Yeah, yeah, that is. It, and they're monumental to stand next to. Yeah. I know the tires are like three or stories high or something insane like that, but it, it, they're, they're hard to comprehend that a vehicle exists that large. <laughs> Especially when you're tiny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Got to have lifts in the shoes to <laughs> look less small. Now, to go to the next part is aerospace. We have a lot of growth that has happened probably in the last couple decades just in aerospace alone. And I would say the main push behind those would be davis Monthan Air Force Base mm -hmm. and U of A and Raytheon. So we have those three sort of major pushers and backers from the government, the federal government, mm -hmm. to, to keep pushing these programs. So tell us a little bit about the aerospace industry here. So Tucson in southern Arizona, we are the fifth highest concentration of aerospace and defense employees in the country, including but not limited to some of the industry giants, Raytheon Technologies, Northrop Gummond, Honeywell Aerospace, and Boeing, just to name a few. And then as of 2023, Arizona is number one in concentration for guided missile and space vehicle manufacturing. Wow. The other piece of, of knowledge that I came in is somewhere in Tempe, 
I hear they're supposed to be building some spaceships sometime soon. So interesting. that might be a new industry that's coming as well. I'm not 100% sure on that. I couldn't find any great sighted sources on that, but that doesn't mean it's not coming. Yeah, that could be all the new sightings that we yeah. that we see around here. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? And then in 2021 fiscal year, according to our Arizona Commerce Authority, we got $12.3 billion in Department of Defense contracts approved. Wow which is a pretty chunk of money, Yeah. as well as Tucson region is the leader in the state's $3 billion optic industry. Yeah, and, and I know just to interject there that the U of A does have a really good optics program here, and they they do help a lot with NASA projects to have like deep space telescopes and I'm sure I'm not doing it justice, but plenty of other image capturing items there. And even underneath our football stadium, there's, I've been told this, I haven't seen it, (laughs) but they have a huge optics lab underneath the football stadium. That's real. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I I was offered a tour, but I didn't take it for some reason. (laughs) I don't know why. And military is one of the key employers in southern Arizona. Arizona is strong military presence, which is vital to the state's private A&D industry. We have six major military installations, four National Guard operations across the state, and Tucson and its direct surrounding areas, homes Davis-Mothan Air Force Base, which you mentioned earlier, which is the home of the A-10 Thunderbolts, Morris Air National Guard, and Fort Huachuca, which is the home of U.S. Army Intelligence. And those of you who have been down to Sierra Vista when you're driving in off the 90 and you just look up and you see the drone going, that Mm -hmm. giant what looks like a Goodyear blimp (laughs) that's got all the intelligence stuff in it is just by far one of the coolest things I think I've seen since moving here to Arizona. Yeah, it is pretty neat. There's definitely a lot of tech that goes into those areas. And and you wouldn't think Sierra Vista of all places would – would have that in there, but there is a lot that goes on in that base. I mean, McDonald's chose it as its first location for its drive through so there <laughs> has to be a reason. Hey, everyone. We want to interrupt this episode to let you know that we are a Keller Williams Southern Arizona franchise. We are also realtors practicing equal housing. Now let's get you back to the podcast. Let's delve into batteries. I know, especially as EVs are are taking over the news more and more as the predominant car type that's being manufactured. Battery technology is something that is a little behind compared to the other EV technologies. We're having more growth within the battery industry here, right? Mm -hmm, Absolutely. And batteries, that's a, a big news over the last year or so. I know You may or may not have heard on the news, they're talking about Southern Arizona being one of the new battery belts. And that is really because of two major things that have happened here, specifically in Tucson with batteries, not just Southern Arizona in general, but specifically here in Tucson Direct. American Battery Factory, as well as Scion Power, both in December of 2022, mentioned that they were going to be the home of battery factories. American Battery Factory announced that Tucson will be their official headquarters as well as their first battery cell gigafactory. I don't know what that means, but it sounds fancy. I know. (laughs) It's going to be a 2 million square foot site located across 267 acres in Pima County's renowned aerospace research campus. It'll initially bring 300 jobs and 
moving through phase two, they're hoping to scale it up to about a thousand jobs, which again is some people coming into Tucson to fill those positions because mm-hmm. you're going to need engineers for that for sure. Yeah. And then Scion Power announced that they'll be expanding their existing manufacturing operations. So they're already here in Tucson, but they're expanding their operations Mm. with a new 111,000 square foot building to be completed and ready to start manufacturing by 2026. And will add an additional 150 jobs to the Tucson market. And Scion Power specifically focuses on EV batteries, which are the batteries you were talking about that go into cars. Sure. Okay. Yeah, that's that's definitely something, an industry that needs a push for us to last longer on the roads, right? Like having to stop and recharge for however long your EV tells you you need to recharge for mm-hmm. is kind of a pain in the butt. You know, you're there for an hour or 45 minutes or something rather than a quick gas fill up like we're mm-hmm. kind of used to now. So it, it's definitely a good thing to see this industry begin to grow in that regard. Well, yeah, we have our new clean energy laws that we have to be focused on. And because of that, Arizona is set to lead the nation in clean energy jobs. And as of April 2023, so just a month ago, Arizona has spurred $8.31 billion in climate and clean energy investments and created or moved forward with over 12,700 good-paying clean energy jobs. Wow, that's really great. So essentially, Arizona seems to be, according to my research, leading the force in clean energy business in general. Interesting. Because uh, if we're creating those jobs, that means there's businesses that are focusing on clean energy here in, in Arizona. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good because I think that is an, an underutilized industry. We have a lot of sun here. We have a lot of wind power here and people are beginning to sort of latch onto those different industries, it seems like. Yeah, and and the big thing is you you think, why Tucson? Why Tucson? Why Southern Arizona? It's because we don't get natural disasters out here. It may get hotter than the blazing sun out here, (laughs) but we don't have to deal with things like crazy blizzards or hurricanes. We have a, what is it, a 100-year, 500-year flood, but that's really it when it comes to natural disasters. Oh, yeah, and maybe the occasional forest fire. They happen. They do happen, but granted, we are living on the surface of the sun, so that kind of can do that (laughs) occasionally. So, I mean, why wouldn't a business come to to southern Arizona when they're not having to deal with those off days and they can run their business 365 if they really need it to? Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. It is definitely a good climate for it, and why a lot of people do come out here to live as well, mm-hmm. you know, because it's it's a temperate climate and very few natural disasters, as you say. Okay, so the next part beyond the batteries, we have communication. Um, so what is actually, that? Oh, d- sorry. So healthcare and bioscience are actually a bigger a bigger industry than communication. Though we do have a lot of communication here, that communication can actually be pushed in towards aerospace science and defense because mm-hmm. a lot of our communications that we're building here kind of feed into the defense operations and making sure our militaries are able to communicate to each other, the planes can communicate, all that kind of stuff. But there's this other piece that not a lot of people think about in Southern Arizona, and and it's become more apparent now because of all of the hospitals that are being built. We have Northwest Hospital and Banner Hospital and TMC and El Rio and St. Mary's and Oro Valley. But not just that, it's the bioscience piece behind all of that healthcare that's coming here. And we've actually gotten $240 million in venture capital funding for bioscience firms in Arizona, which is a record high for us in 2021. Hmm. 
Arizona saw a 5.4% increase in Arizona bioscience jobs over the last five years, including during our COVID economic shock. You know, when COVID and everything was shut down, we still saw a 5.4% increase in bioscience jobs. Wow. Which, I mean, kind of sort of makes sense if you think about it logically, but that just means that bioscience is growing and ever growing and, and they're choosing Tucson to be the home or Southern Arizona to be the home for that. Yeah. In 2018, the University of Arizona Health Sciences and Banner Health received the largest National Institute of Health Award in Arizona history. They received $60 million for the All of Us Research Program, $297 million, the gold standard measure of NIH or National Institute of Health Research funding hit another new high in Arizona in 21, and that is in dollars and in national shares. Wow. And then Southern Arizona also boasts some of the most sophisticated health care available, including seven primary care hospitals and the Southern Arizona Veterans Administration Medical Center, which is pretty decent sized as well on the south side of Tucson here. We also have a cancer center. Mm-hmm. We also have the University of Arizona med students. So we do have students coming straight out of school and going straight into to working for one of the seven primary care hospitals well, here in town. Yeah, and I know during the tragedy when Gabrielle Giffords got shot during her meet and greet Mm -hmm. that she went to the university medical center and that's where a lot of the industry leading doctors were able to help her thankfully and one of the reasons big reasons why she's alive today and and able to even walk because that i mean a brain injury like she had is, is a serious thing and they were able to to treat that so yeah we have some pretty incredible stuff coming in and i know that that the u of a is constantly building and expanding their campuses yeah and so that's another good thing they have a tech park that that they're going to be building more i mean if you, if you talk about the little even the little industries yeah. littler i can't say little because they're not little yeah. in any way shape comparatively or <laughs> but you know a lot of our astronomy here mm, yeah there's a, there's a huge astronomy pull coming out of the university of arizona we've got kit peak yep and then we have bioscience, not just bioscience when it comes to healthcare, but environmental bioscience with the biosphere. Yeah, which they're doing another experiment there, apparently, by sealing in people inside the biosphere, That still too. reminds me of Biodome from the 90s. Yeah. That may age me, but I still think Biodome when I think of the biosphere. It was impressionable upon us. Yeah. And then, again, the film industry is coming back. I know they recently filmed a, I want to say it was an Amazon Prime show in downtown Tucson and out at Old Tucson Studios. Yeah. They're getting a lot of private funding to reopen Old Tucson Studios. Yeah. So... I know that was a big industry back in the day, and it's becoming big again. So this may be one of many podcasts we do in regards to the incoming businesses here to Tucson and Southern Arizona, because it doesn't seem, I think this is just the tip of the iceberg on what is coming over the next five to seven years here in Southern Arizona. And I'm excited to see the growth. Yeah, definitely some exciting things to come for sure. So keep an ear out for these. We're going to have like industry growth here in, in different industries. So we can kind of keep you apprised to this because there, there isn't all that much information in on it. So thank you for sharing that, that info again, Heather. And if you guys like this podcast, please subscribe to it. 
and be sure to hit the like button as well if you're watching here on YouTube. Do the thumbs up on YouTube, uh, yeah, the old exactly. school YouTube. Yeah, and, and <laughs> hit the bell icon so you could be notified when a new podcast comes out if you like this podcast. We hope you do. And if you guys even have any ideas, too, that you that you might want yep. uh, our knowledge on, feel free to drop them in the comments or, or email us. We always have our contact info there in the description. So we will see you on the next one. Absolutely. Thank you for listening and watching the Nitty Gritty of Real Estate podcast here with the Tom J. Krieger team of Keller Williams, Southern Arizona. If you are interested in buying a home, selling a home, or even investing in real estate, we have 5,000 agents across the country that we can connect you to. If you need any free resources, feel free to check out our website at www.thetjkteam.com. We hope you have a great day.